Hello everyone, welcome back to another exciting episode of my show. I didn't think it would be a show, I thought it would just be a couple of couple of little interviews and suddenly it just blew up and I have everyone, including the amazingly talented Adam Crossley. Hello. So, you are probably, well you're most recently known for being in Rags. How did that come about? Um, so it was back in, I think it was November, uh, my agent sent me for an audition um, and I turned up, did a bit of dancing, a bit of singing, a bit of acting and got the job. <laughs> I only had the one audition. So yeah, I was, I was quite lucky. I was called in and then auditioned and then got the job. So how long did it take you to find out after audition that you got the job? Oh gosh. Um, I think it was about two weeks. I think it was. It's not, that's not that bad then. Yeah, it wasn't could, too could bad. Been a lot longer. And especially as I only did the one audition, I didn't realise that it was the final and I, I was expecting, say, another round or that I hadn't got the job. And then I got a call. I was actually teaching at the time and got a call. And I was like, oh, hold on a second. Took the call and then found out I got the job. Yeah. Amazing. So how long were you in rags for? So we started rehearsals beginning of December uh, and we rehearsed through till January. We had, I think, um, I think it was... 18 days of rehearsal uh, and then we opened in January and closed in February so it was just a month run and it was at the park um, theatre. So if, if you ever got a chance to do that show again would you would it be a new decision to be like okay I'll go back to that? Yes absolutely so we only did five weeks of the run um, and I, I loved everything about it the cast the like the whole company were an absolute dream to work with um we it it was one of the jobs that i didn't want to end when we got to i was like no i don't want it to end i want it to carry on um and just everything about it it was something completely different style to anything that i would usually do um and yeah i was just i i would jump to do it again absolutely jump to do it again amazing so if any producers of rags are watching start it up again (laughs) Revival. Yeah. Katie Lipson. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before Rags, I'm going to talk about, you did Thoroughly Modern Millie. I did, yeah. Had that, was it, was that a hard audition process or was that quite? So actually with Thoroughly Modern Millie, I was quite lucky um, because at the time I was doing the summer holiday UK tour. So uh, that was during 2018. And we had a two-week dark period on tour where we didn't have any venues and we weren't performing. Um, and it was working with uh, Spirit, uh, the company Spirit, Spirit Productions. And both shows were produced by them and the same creative team, uh, Racky Plues. And they asked, would you like to come to to Canada to perform Thoroughly Modern Millie in your two weeks that you have off from summer holiday? So it was working with the same people. So actually, for in this case, I didn't have to audition. And I was very lucky because it was actually um, a production that they'd done before that was on tour. I think they did two legs of the tour. Um, and I, I, I saw it. And so the, having them ask me to be in it was actually really nice because I did want to be in it in the first place. But I didn't get an audition. It wasn't available. Um, and that, yeah, so to be able to do it for two weeks in Canada was 
was brilliant. Right of my birthday as well. So, so that was an easy decision. As soon as asked, you were like, yep, straight well, away. Well, it's, it's not often that you get short contracts in the sense that you can fit it between. Knowing that I had, when I'd finished uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie, I had to come back to summer holiday to finish off that tour. So to fit it in right in the middle, two weeks holiday um, from, the, from the first tour was, was great and it worked really well for us. Amazing. So summer holiday. Yeah. That was the UK tour of that, right? It was. And how did you, how'd that part come about? Did you want, did, was that a part that you really wanted and you went to audition and was it a hard process? Um, the, so there was three, three rounds for that one, I think. Um, and so I had worked with Racky Blues um, beforehand. So she called me in um, via my agent. So I was brought in. I did, I think it was a dance and singing round first. Then I was brought back. Oh, it might have been just dance. Just dance first. And it was hard. I remember it being really hard. And like there was tricking in it. There was turns, leaps, all sorts. And... Did, so it was three rounds, so I uh, danced first, brought back and I had a monologue. I had a huge monologue to learn um, and it was meant to be quite speedy. It was um, a character called Cyril um, <laughs> and I learned it and I had to sing as well and it was great. I, I enjoyed that. And then they brought us back all together and we did like a final round of like dance and singing as well. Um, so that's how I got that one. So that was, yeah, but I think that was about five weeks I had to wait. Um, before I heard about getting it, something like that. So I don't, I, I haven't auditioned for anything before. What's the process of, do they call you anyway if you haven't or have got it? Or is it just a waiting game of waiting for a phone call? Um, so usually with your first round, they sometimes do like a cut in an audition. So you'll, you'll, you'll know if you don't get it on the day. Uh, but if you're if you make it to the end of the day, you're either waiting for a yes, or you're waiting for a no, or like a recall as well. So usually you'll have several rounds. Um, the if you're in a final and you're waiting to hear, you don't always hear that you've not got the show. So obviously, if you get the show, you you hear you get an offer um, via your agent and you accept. And if you want negotiate. Um, but if, if you don't always get a no, a lot of producers and casting directors now are trying to respond to all auditions to let them know because waiting for either answer can be painful. It, it, a lot rests on it, like with what you're going to do with your whole year, with work, just everything. If, just to get closure on it really is a nice thing. You say, no, you haven't got the job, sadly, but then you can go, okay, I haven't got the job. What can I move on to? You can, you can move on from it. But a lot so, more producers are, are striving to give no's as well. So does it get any easier getting no's if you... If you're well, uh, you, you have to have a tough skin in the industry, for sure. Um, and a no is always going to be difficult, but there are those shows that may be particularly special to you that have a certain meaning uh, to you. Or there's um, other shows that you just really think you're right for, 
and then you don't get and it is it is painful but i think it's more it's, it that's okay i think it's more about how you move on and accept it because sometimes it's not necessarily to do with any of your talent whatsoever it could be a jigsaw of this person accepted and you were going to be their cover or this person didn't accept so then they've got to jumble it round. it yeah it usually like trickles down depending on the leads through to the ensemble in some yeah in some cases but no it it's it is it, it can be hard to get no's so um before you did some holiday, uh, we talked about summer holiday. Yeah, yeah, uh, we talked about uh, thoroughly modernly and summer holiday, kind of in the same. Okay, cool. Just uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought then. <laughs> but before you did summer holiday, you got a yes for Greece. Yeah, so I was doing Greece for Royal Caribbean um, on their cruise ships. I was on Harmony of the Seas, um, and I was their first cast on that ship. Um, so it was a brand new ship. It, at the time, was the biggest in the world, and uh, I auditioned for that, and and got and got the job. So I was. We did eleven weeks of rehearsals in Miami, and then was on board from May till December the first time. So that was my first contract I did with them, um, and then the following year in May, I want to say May. Um, I was asked to go back to join cast two um, as sadly as they, they needed a replacement. So I went back into a different track in the ensemble. So I did it. So I did Greece twice. Yeah. So was that your first time doing a cruise or? It was. Yeah. First time. First time. So how, how was that feeling for you when they said you, you could do a cruise show? Um, so I'm not the biggest fan of open spaces of water. So when my agent told me that I was going to go for an audition, I was kind of like, Ooh, I'm not the biggest fan. Um, and she was like, Adam, you just need to go for the audition. You might not even get it. You need to just go and audition as you normally would. Uh, and then if you get the offer, we can consider it. And basically at the end of it, she was like, you need to suck it up and you need, <laughs> it's a great job. You need to go and do it. And to be fair, it was actually all right. Like the ship was so big for one, you wouldn't really feel the waves much. I mean, apart from when it was like really rocky because it was so big, you didn't feel it. Um, it was all right. I kind of learned to enjoy it. There's a, there's a pull to the ocean. When you look out at the ocean, there's a, there's a pull in. But I mean, it's, it's such different aspects of life. Like you have your food is prepared for you. you. You work where you live. Like it would take you two minutes to walk from your bedroom to work to the theatre and get ready. So yeah, it's, it's completely different. Everything you need is, is on that ship to live. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's so big. It was like a floating city. Like there was a park, there was pools all these restaurants that you could go to as well like it was just yeah and it was one of the best jobs I've done so now that you've done a cruise show if they asked you again you'd be like would that be easy to go back easier than the first time when you so well I, I did go back I did go I back mean, that's yeah if they asked you again um I think at the, at the minute it would have to be for a show that I really wanted to do it would have to be for a musical. Um, obviously, I'd, I've done Greece already, like, and twice. 
whether I would go back and do it again, I would maybe want to be to, to play a part because I've, I've done the ensemble, but I loved the show that went alongside Greece. It was called Columbus, which was a brand new musical. Um, and we, we got to create that show. Like it was brand new conception. Um, there was some new music in it as well. And it also involved pop songs. So stuff like Bruno Mars, Rihanna, that told this story um, of Christopher Columbus's long lost distant fictional relative called Marvin. It's absolutely bonkers. And I, I, I loved doing it. So I would go back for that one because I had so much fun on that show. I mean, it was 50 minutes long, but it was a killer. Like you would not stop. The amount of costume changes. I was a flying shark. That, that, that says it all. <laughs> Wanting to eat cheeseburgers because I was hungry. You know, it's, it was crazy. Um, and then, yeah, I loved that show. Um, oh, I know, I know a, a couple of cruise lines do musicals. I mean, it's not saying I wouldn't go back, but I do like being based in London, really at the minute yeah well i mean i'm not there now but if i could be i would be so the very first show you did was legally blonde yeah was. how was that being such a that's an iconic show so the show itself is great i saw it at the savoy when it was there um with i saw it with um carly stenson actually as l um, and I, I loved the show. I loved the show. Um, it was one of those soundtracks that I could listen to over and over again. Um, and so it was actually my first job out of college, um, a year and a half later after graduating. And it was upstairs at the gatehouse in Highgate. I don't know if you've been, they do some great productions there. Um, and yeah, so I auditioned. They had me initially down to audition for Kyle. I'm not a Kyle. I'm not a, I'm not a Kyle. So, so when I did the audition, I, I read, and I remember I was reading with Jodie Jacobs as Paulette. And I mean, I'd seen her in Rock of Ages and I was like, she's incredible. I know who she is. And I got really nervous. My singing wasn't great. And I was like, no, nah, I've, ru I've ruined it. I've ruined it. So nervous. And um, they called me back. And then I got called back to do a dance call and some more, more singing. But this time I went in for Nikos Ajitakos. Um, and I actually got the job and then ended up playing seven different characters because it's on the fringe, the smaller cast, there's not as much space on the stage. Um, I, yeah, ended up multi-rolling and Nikos being, being one of them. But I think that's what I love about fringe as well because you get to do something completely different from what is known of the the big productions. And it's special because you're, you're nice and close. We did it in Traverse. So like a train track platform, I decide. Um, and you had audience right in front of you. I mean, that was quite scary when we did the top of act two, which was whipped into shape. I don't know. Do you, do you know the show? Yeah. I've seen yeah. One. yeah. So they uh, they're in prison and yeah, they're doing a fitness workout and they they all do skipping so we inc we included skipping in the production as well but you would just see when you'd come out every night and you start to skip the whole front row would just go oh my god and just lean backwards because they were like i'm gonna die i'm gonna die um 
but no, it was great. It was a fun first show. I was dance captain on that as well. Um, and I had the best time and then have consequentially done another show at the gatehouse. I did nice work. If you can get it, I've missed that off my list. Nice work. If you can get it, uh, I did that then in, when did I do that? 2018, 19. I did that. Yeah. Over Christmas. Um, and then I was back this year and assisted on, uh, 42nd street that they did at the gatehouse. I was assistant director to John Plews. Amazing. So I think the one question I need to ask you is, did anyone ever get hit with a skipper roots in the front row? No, no, they did <laughs> not. As far as I was aware, no one did, did not. <laughs> thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It was all choreographed so that the ropes would go this way as opposed to like into the audience. It was very well spaced. <laughs> I like the audience didn't know that though. They were all sitting there like, oh no, but you guys oh, yeah, were like... You'd see, you'd see the front row, you'd just be like, oh feel them move back oh so you are you've been on the telly on itv uh, yeah yeah only a little bit only a little bit but yes um i did and um, i was in i was one of the backing dancers background dancers for itv sanditon uh their period drama that they they did on a sunday night um yeah and i was in the final episode dancing at one of their balls uh, <laughs> yeah. how did it, it feel when you got told that you got that job you're gonna be on the tv well again that was quite a funny one in the sense that like i just got a text from my agent being like adam can you send me a picture of your hair like just front side back in your hair and i was like okay so i just went into my into my shed took some pictures uh just on my phone took some pictures and just whatsapped it to my agent and basically i just got the job via that i think they just needed one more person but they just had to check that their hairstyle wasn't too modern with it being a period piece they didn't want like a fresh fade or like skinhead um and it got confirmed by a by production said yeah that's fine and then was brought on board and yeah that just, just got it so when you got that text was it literally just send me a picture of your hair like you had no other no <laughs> were... no just send me a picture and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to wash it. I styled it. I was <laughs> so I don't know what, I don't even know what she, what she wants. There's nothing I can do with my hair, but this, this is what you're going to get. So, yeah. I like the belief that you had. You were just like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My agent's very good. And it was for a, um, a friend of hers, Sammy Murray. I mean, I had the best time. We uh, rehearsed and filmed in Bristol. Uh, but the two, the, we had two days of rehearsal and three days of filming and we had to drive down from London um, like early hours. I remember driving down. It was quite, it was quite a way, but we drive down on the Monday and then drive back and then drive down the Wednesday morning and drive back. And then for the following week was filming. Um, we just got an Airbnb. There was about how many was there? One, two, three, about five of us. Yeah. Five of us in, in an Airbnb that made it like 20 quid a night. It was great. Yeah. Uh, just got to chill in Bristol. And, you know, the filming days were very long. We were in this ballroom um, and all the lighting was candles and it was like this reflective wall. It was, and you would wear about six layers, like as you would in period, like you'd have your stocks and all your different waistcoats and your jackets. Um, it was very hot. 
And I think they realized that, that they could start putting the candles out that were behind the camera <laughs> that weren't in shot. So it works completely differently. The amount of times that we had to do it, it, it wasn't difficult choreography. It was lovely choreography, but it wasn't like spinning and it was appropriate to what we were doing. Um, but the amount of times that we had to do it because they need it from this angle, they need it from that angle, they need to hear who's talking. So it's a different element of dance when it goes from theatre to TV. And it was, it was great to like look into that world as well. Amazing. So sadly, we're coming near to the end of the interview. Oh, okay. Which means we get to ask, I get to ask you some random questions. Which <laughs> oh, no. Okay. The first one, like everyone, you get That's a warning. Big. And I've warned you for this. And the oh, is that, oh, is that now? If you could be in any musical for one night only with no gender roles, no age roles, no stereotypes or anything, <gasps> oh, costume, full light, full sound, what character, what musical and why? I still haven't thought. I've been thinking about everything else. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be Elle Woods. That's a pretty fun role, right? Do I get the blonde wig? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's full costume, full light. Full, full costume, yeah. Um, I think that'll be fun. That was a great show to start with. I loved it when I saw it. And that's off the top of my head. Yeah, I love the songs. So if any Legally yeah. Blonde producers are watching, Adam Coffey for our words. <laughs> Could you imagine? No one would come and see it. <laughs> oh, I think that everyone would go and see that. Just <laughs> <laughs> That's when people go on, if you have some people in the audience going, um, is that that guy that's dancing in the background of that show? And now, now it is now playing out. Dedicated fans. <laughs> Time for your next exciting question now okay. i haven't warned you about these so no. it can be anything so the first one is if you had to choose between you can either only listen to one original cast recording for the rest of your life or listen to any cast recording but only once in your whole lifetime what would you pick i can listen to any of them only once, so you can never go back to it. Yeah, I do that. How does that, how does that feel though, not being able to go back to a, a, a soundtrack? I don't know, it'd be sad, but I think there's so much great new work that is coming out. Do you know what I mean? There's, yeah, I, I love a revival, that's great, there's some classics, but there is so much good new work out there. So I wouldn't mind, because I'd film myself with another one. Because you imagine if you listen to something and you didn't like it, and then you have to listen to it over and over again. Let's go with one. Let's enjoy it whilst listening to it. And sometimes I do that because there's so many, like, out of context that I don't know. And you're like, oh, this sounds really good. I'd be interested in that. So I'd like to learn about new things. That would be my answer. Amazing. Next question. This, can, this isn't you, by the way. You can't pick yourself. Oh, okay. We are making Adam Crossley the musical. Who plays you? Oh. Oh. Is, is it like through my entire life? <laughs> or is it now? So when I asked Jen Caldwell, I would say you can pick, you have to pick someone to play you now. And if you want to, if you can think of someone that could play you in the future or you in the past, you can pick Jen as well. But you have to pick you now. Oh, for the okay. 
So I get told that I'm quite similar to Grant Murphy, um, who I've worked with. So I suppose, and he's older than I am now, not obviously, we don't look the same age. <laughs> he's going to hate that. Um, he can play me in the future. Sure. And I don't know. Can I, I can't play myself. No. Can it be someone like young and handsome? <laughs> well, you're the one making the choice. I don't, who would that be? I don't know. Oh, Jeremy Jordan. There we go. Sold. Good choice. I mean, we're not very similar, but yeah, I've met him. He's wonderful, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think we're the, I don't think we're the same. <laughs> yeah, he's got a beautiful voice. He can play me. Yeah. He's got an amazing voice. Oh, Jeremy Jordan, if you're watching the show, come on. <laughs> oh, damn. The next, that's an amazing choice. So Grant Murphy, Jeremy Jordan, Grant Murphy, watching the show, come on. Everyone come on the show. <laughs> Um, I hope you don't think that I'm just getting anyone on the show. I'm very just, happy to Just have plug, you. like tag them all. <laughs> you got to mention, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, Jen Coldwell said, oh, I can't remember who she said. We were talking about like whether Kristen Bell will play her. And I was like, Kristen Bell, come on the show. Just, like, yeah, come on. Why not? Oh. Got a lot of time. Yeah, you, you were in lockdown. Just come on. Just use some time to hang out with a random person. <laughs> <laughs> um, Next question is, um, if you had to pick between never singing again or being a badly singing sheep, what would you pick? So never singing or singing but singing like a bad sheep? No, being a sheep that sings really badly. Being a sheep. (laughs) I'll never sing again. (laughs) You wouldn't want to be a sheep? No. I can I can still dance and I can still express. I don't know how well sheep are are expressing <laughs> in the form of dance and I can I can talk right. Yeah, I can't, can... but the, yeah. So then I can't as a sheep. So I will go with never singing again. But you could sing as a sheep, just not very well. <laughs> just not very well. Just better not to sing. <laughs> Good choice. Oh. And just trying to remember, I have another question. What what is it? Um, oh. If you had to choose between never listening to music again or never seeing colours again. Ooh. Ooh. I would never see colours again. Is that, do you think that's an easy choice for you to, that music is so important in your life that? I think, yeah. Music for me creates a lot of what I do in, in terms of work. Like it, it makes you feel like colours you can interpret hang on also did could i see colour first and then not see it or i've never seen colour no you've you've seen it before so you know what everything colours okay. are but then you never see it again um yeah no i'd, I'd still i'd still go with uh never seeing colours again i can imagine i can imagine <laughs> if you tell me it's red then yeah no, no, but that, even then, you can imagine that it's red, but you you would know that colours are an amazing thing, but you can't remember the colours. Oh, okay, I'd, I'd still go with me. I'd still go with never seeing colours. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> Next question. If you could be any Disney princess, which one would you be and why? Oh, oh, gosh. I've got a list of Disney movies on my wall. Hang on. Oh, which princess would I be? 
I mean, Aurora gets to sleep for a while. That's always fun. Um, <laughs> ah! I did a quiz the other night as well that had to name all 12 Disney princesses. Because technically, Elsa and Anna are not on there. I know, it's really sad. They're my favourite. But they're, they're their own. Um, yeah, well, I've kind of let people have them anyway. If they're okay. So if you want to pick Elsa or Anna, then go ahead. It's really hard. I take this really seriously. I hope you understand this. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I'd go with Anna. Let's, let's do Anna. She has some belter of some songs. And she's, and what's her own, the, she's her own person. What would be the first Anna song that you'd sing as Anna? For the first time in forever. Good choice. <laughs> sing. Like literally singing for the first time in forever. <laughs> Amazing! So everyone, watch out because Adam's going to do. He's going to record you a cover for the first time in forever. A post <laughs> a... I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you. We'll, we'll make El Woods first. We'll make that a challenge that you just. Um, no. Just everyone I've interviewed, I'm going to challenge them to sing a song from the character that they picked because I feel like it'd be quite fun. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. If, had a, if, I get, if I get more people doing it, would you do it? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I'll do it too. <laughs> uh, who would you be? Which you, princess? Elsa, always. Elsa. So yeah. what, would you be let it go? No, into the unknown. Oh, yeah. Okay. I like, I like let it go, but into the unknown, I just... That I feel like maybe after a while, I'll, I'll be equal to them both. But at the moment, into the unknown is... Oh, I lost you for a minute there. Oh, for a while, like, let it go into the unknown, like, if the unknown was beating it. But after a while, it's going to be, like, equal again, I think. It's just because it's just come out recently that I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. Have you Disney Plus? If I do, I do. How was that when that came out? Were you excited? So I didn't get it initially. I was like, oh, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do it. But my mum made a very good point in saying that I'm not paying for rent. <laughs> so she was like you're saving or not paying rent if you just pay for it then you'll have it and I'm I'm a massive fan of Star Wars so I've watched a lot of them I'm I've got lists on my walls of all the stuff that I need to watch and last night I was watching Fantasia actually for the first time never watched it um and yeah so it uses all like classical music and how music and it explains how music can, what was it, can be for the purpose of story, like written for a story. Music then can create a story and then music can be just for music's sake. I think that's what he, they said. And then they do all this like, to try, Tchaikovsky's like, and, and the Nutcracker. Um, and then they create animation on that. I mean, it's so old, well, not, say, not so old, but I'd never, see, I'd, I'd never seen it. And I was like listening to it. There's, there's dinosaurs that's got the sorcerer's apprentice on yeah and i was like this is really clever it's just taken a piece of music that was done before and then this is how it's created the animation so have you seen the disney sing-along i think it is that they've put on there no the i think that's something they've just put on so right i feel like that'd be quite fun for someone what, what is it i think it's just you think if you just go on disney plus it's, i think it's basically just a thing where they're just doing like a sing-along, you sing-along at home, it's just a bit, a bit of fun for like 
Disney's ah. I'm definitely going to do that with my girlfriend because singing's the best. I mean, yeah, I mean, if I know the songs, I'll sing along. I do anyway, to be fair. Maybe that's something we should do, which you get Disney Plus, steal the sing along, and do a big West End Disney sing along. <laughs> anyways, I have the final question for you. Okay. Final question. This is, this is not a hard question. It's, it's a very easy question. And it's just, what's your advice for everyone to stick at home right now? Ooh, I don't think there's any perfect advice. Um, so whatever you are doing is absolutely fine. For me, I like to keep myself busy. I, I get very ag- agitated not doing anything. I'm usually doing a lot of things. So I am doing cross-stitch reading a book uh i picked up my trumpet um been working out been doing some teaching some work um i think do what makes you happy and what you need to do yeah i think that's probably the best thing to do like whatever makes you happy you you do you don't worry about what you see other people doing or what i'm doing or what your neighbor's doing but stay safe and stay indoors one hour. <laughs> you heard it from the superstar. <laughs> um, if people want to follow you on social media, how do they do that? Oh, uh, on Instagram, I am Adam Crossley. And on Twitter, I am Adam underscore Crossley. Just to make it hard for everyone, you have to do two different ones. And yeah, they w- so there's already an Adam Crossley out there. He's an American singer-songwriter. He's very good, but he already has it, apparently. <laughs> oh, Oh, and then I think there's an IT technician out there as well called Adam Crossley. <laughs> I got tagged in it by mistake one time and I was like, this isn't me. <laughs> I got to find out who else there is called Tom Brennan out there. I mean, there's a couple of Crossleys that I know out in the industry. Yeah. I'm like, yes, Crossley. <laughs> <laughs> These interviews that I'm doing, I've all posted them on YouTube as, uh, if you type in Tom Brennan interviews, mm-hmm. there's loads of them, but the top is still some random Tom Brennan an interview with yeah. a random Tom Brennan, and I'm just like, oh, all right. Yeah. Like 20, 20 videos, and I'm still second in the list. <laughs> You'll have plenty more, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the last thing I need to say to everyone is, this video is, I'm trying to make money for acting for others, so I have put a link to donate in the description down there. If you always want to do that, I do it every time, down there in the description. And... Um, just donate as much as you can. I know that it's a hard time for everyone, but every penny helps. I'll be, I'll be Tesco. Uh, is it Tesco? Every little helps. <laughs> Thanks, so. Tesco. Me, Tesco, please, if you're watching this. <laughs> if you want to come on the show, Tesco, I can interview. Or they could donate. <laughs> yeah, Tesco, donate. You're the one that says every, every little helps. Just help some, help <laughs> some of the actors. <laughs> I think a lot of actors are working in Tesco's at the minute as well, so... <laughs> Yeah, they're helping you, you help them. <laughs> but anyways, yes, please donate. Thank you, Adam, for coming on the show. It's been so much fun. Thank you for having me. I mean, we got there eventually. We got there eventually. Yeah, just anyone, that, anyone who is watching this doesn't know that it actually took us, like, over a week to... I kept, <laughs> we kept, like, life kept coming in the way. But finally, I got you on the show, and it's been did. amazing. Oh, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed myself. And I'll just finish off by saying that make sure that everyone remembers my advice. 